There are many reasons for the rise of bullying in the teen culture, but there are many solutions too. Welcome to Youthology Resources. This week, we are providing a resource on the rise of bullying and solutions, so hang on. Unfortunately, the, one of the growing issues in the teen world is bullying. It has become a byproduct of the violence in our world, the tension and anger caused by uh, the uh, riots that are going on, the terror generation. You could also look at the pandemic regulations and a lack of social skills that are caused by, their, by teens' addictions to screens and a lack of communication and relational development. Uh, there are so many lost problem-solving and decision-making skills. The statistics are pretty clear, actually out of control. So we're going to look at all of that today, and hopefully this will be a uh, podcast with a lot of solutions. There are many statistics out on this growing issue. Let me give you some research that was based across 37 states, almost 200,000 teenagers in, in this survey from the Heckinger Report. The Heckinger Report is an innovative research company that works with educators and school systems. In one of their re recent reports, the Heckinger Report stated uh, some of these uh, prevalent statistics right now as, it, as it's related to bullying. Our analyzations, I'm quoting them, our analyzations insight about bullying from, survey, from our survey responses of more than 180,000 students in grades five to 12 across 37 states have taught us a lot about the last two years in this rise in bullying. This is what they found. They found that they've learned that most bullying still happens in person, not just online. Now, although the online aspect of bullying has certainly um, added to the rise of bullying, we, we know that's true, but still the majority of bullying is, bullying is taking place um, in, in relationships face-to-face. -face. The research also stated that the top three reasons students um, felt that they were bullied included, number one, their appearance, Number two, their race or skin color. And number three, because other students thought they were gay. Overall, just over one in four students in 2016 said they were bullied. But those numbers are rising. Right, L listen to the, listen to the uh, latest, latest numbers. The following data sets, 33% of students or one in three now uh, in 2018-2019 school year uh, are now bullied, up from just over one in four just two years ago. So significant data, uh, data findings. Also, the Heckinger Report found that data also showed that middle school students experience bullying at higher rates than high school students nearly 40% higher compared to 40% uh, in middle school compared to 27% uh, at, at the high school level. And I think a lot of us understand some of those reasons. What are the risks of bullying? 
those who are bullied are, are at increased risk for mental health problems, physical problems, problems adjusting to school and grades. Um, bullying also can cause long-term damage to self-esteem and self-actualization, identity. Um, adolescents who are bullied are at increased risk for substance abuse, uh, dropout, and other academic problems, and violence to others later in life. The, the recent research with uh, Department of Health and Human Services also found that youth who frequently in, were involved with bullying behaviors, regardless of the type of bullying involved, you know, uh, online or live bullying, reported a higher depression score than did youth um, who were only occasionally involved with such behaviors. So even those who bully end up feeling guilty over it, right? I mean, think about some of these findings. What are, what are the solutions? We see the, the present condition, okay? What are the solutions? Let's look at a few of those. I want to give you five solutions to bullying. Number one, one of the things that I believe could help students with bullying in the school setting or the church setting is the development of tribes. Okay, I'm going to call them tribes. Maybe you've heard of groups like cliques or squads or subgroups. However you want to use it, let me explain. Because this can be confusing. I know that like the general is, man, we don't need cliques, we got to get rid of cliques. Let me, let me advocate for tribes, okay? Um, tribes would be the new form of an old issue that we used to call cliques, but in a positive way, okay, in a positive way, I think the use of tribes, in its purest sense, could become an avenue into the group, okay? An avenue into the group into the school setting, at the lunchroom, at the youth group. Listen, I've heard people speak poorly of cliques and how bad they can be, but very few people see the value in them. Let me explain this as, as uh, well as I can and help you to unlearn this old idea of cliques. Now, I get it that we don't want cliques closed off. We want to be able to enter in and out of cliques, but cliques, okay, let me just get rid of cliques, tribes, can be valuable because they work in a code or a set of understandings between teenagers, right? The athletes, jocks, right? The brainiacs, the skaters, the alts, you know, etc. Listen, but that relationship between them allows them identity and inclusion. And this can become a safe place for people of a certain group or set who uh, maybe they haven't found a place when they come into a school setting or they haven't found a place in a youth ministry and that can create healthy youth ministry culture. Okay, number two, the second way that we can um, take this rise in bullying down and that is to report bullying. I know sometimes we're not supposed to say, you know, not be a narc and whatever, but listen, if enough people could stop bullying and say something about it, okay, and report it, we could stop this. Youth group, school leadership, if they could find out uh, what's going on, then they've been trained that if we report bullying, they know what to do. When there is a comfort to report bullying um, 
uh, pressure is placed on the bully. When there's a comfort to re report bullying, that pressure is placed on the bully. And the peace is placed on the bully. <laughs> yeah, listen, how do, I, how do I do this? What do I, how do I report this if I'm a teenager? Report it to your youth leaders or teachers or staff, counselors, building principals. Um, these healthy leaders will create a healthy and peaceful culture if we can do that. All right, number three, value relationship above programming in your organization. No room for partiality. No room for judgment, exclusion. You sit over there, right? These people sit over there. This is our table. You know, this is relationships um, and, and these group in, in, in value relationships are the best way to get rid of bullying because every type and kind of person can be um, reached and every type and kind of person is, uh, is accepted and included. And that's what tribes do. Tribes place value on a type and kind. And then people are able to associate with like these tribes as we talked about uh, earlier. So place value on the relationship and not just the programming. Community, right? Community over programming. As leaders, we must model relationship building. Ho hopefully, that example can then create the greatest value upon people and not us running around doing programs and always busy trying to get the queue and, and the order of service, you know, or always running programs. When we as leaders value relationship in the youth or the school setting, we change the culture to compassion. Every kind and type of student can be reached by every kind or type of leader. And then we model that because healthy leaders build healthy organizations, okay? And healthy organizations raise healthy, uh, healthy students who then raise healthy societies. Right, number four, number four. Ownership and ultimately healthy competition pr produces production. Listen to this, ownership and healthy competition. We need a thousand principals in the, in the room. <laughs> we need a thousand student leaders in the room. Growth in the youth ministry or the school setting will come when students own the youth ministry or they own their school. These will create, ownership will create healthy competition, right? Leaders serving, leaders um, taking up the slack and, and bringing peer, listen, like peer counseling peer accountability so it's not always the adults who are saying you know hey don't do that and don't and shh, be quiet right we don't want the, we want peers leading peers and when students own the youth ministry or the school setting they will bring that peer correction to the issue of bullying all right hey let me give you one more last one and then number five way to stop bullying is the peer culture what I just brought this out of Ownership, let me get into peer culture. As students own the youth ministry or the school setting, watch the culture be set quickly. In, that, in, in this discussion of bullying, respect for each other, acceptance of each other, uh, self-confidence in student leaders, that will rise and students will not allow the bullying to take place. I, I really believe it will go a long way that 
the ownership number number four, and then the uh, building the culture with student leaders who stop the bullying. That will listen when student leaders reach the marginalized or the bullied. It will create an atmosphere of acceptance and compassion, right? So listen, all of these, man, all of these are great ways for you to build respect, for you to create honor, right? Places of honor. It, so who's ever different in appearance or race or sexual orientation, all of those, there'll be a defense against um, bullying and this rise of bullying, right? All right. Hey, finally, why the rise of bullying? There are many reasons for that rise. We've talked about those, but understand the problem is not just an easy one-off. There are many things that we can do to stop this, okay? So I hope these five things have helped you um, maybe think of ways for yourself to decrease this problem of bullying in, in your setting. So, man, thank you again. Don't forget, join us. Next week, we'll pick up another topic in youth ministry just like this one and uh, hopefully help you become great youth leaders in your setting, both youth ministry or organizational settings. All right. Hey, have a great week. We'll see you next week.